I said give the Lord praise again in here this morning. Give him a little bit better praise than that. Ain't, you, ain't he worthy of your praise this morning? Ain't he worthy of your praise this morning? Anybody's name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Well, the Bible says you've got a reason to rejoice, and that's the reason to rejoice. You don't rejoice because demons are subject to your name. You rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life this morning. I want to turn your attention to the book of Titus chapter 1, to the book of Titus chapter 1, beginning in verse 15 and verse 16. I want to preach a message called Professors or Possessors. Professors or Possessors. There's a big difference in the two. Many people talk, but they really don't know. You see, it's one thing to acknowledge something with your mouth, but it's another thing to be possessing of it. You see, if I, I could tell people all day long that I got a million dollars with my mouth, but if I don't have that in my account, I don't have a million dollars. I don't possess it. You see, a lot of people do that with Jesus this morning. They profess. Oh, they'll talk about it with their lips. They'll talk about him with their lips, but when it comes down to it, their actions say they don't possess him. Their fruits say they don't possess him. Their, their, their lifestyle, what's coming from their tree, says totally different right here. The book of Titus chapter 1, verse 15 and 16, the word of the Lord says, Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them who are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Listen, they profess they know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable, disobedient, and unto every good work re reprobate. Let me read that verse 16 again. They profess that they know God, but in works deny Him, being abominable and disobedient unto every good work reprobate. They acknowledge God. I'm going to ask you this morning, are you a possessor, a professor, or a possessor? Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear Lord, this morning, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God. And Lord, this morning, we ask God for your anointing, and we ask, Lord, for your touch, dear God. Father, today, Lord, we just pray, God, for your hand to be in here, dear God. Lord, I pray, God, that you'll anoint me, dear Lord, to speak your word this morning. I pray, God, this morning, Lord, that you give me the words you would have me to speak, dear God. Father, today, we just ask God for your hand. We ask God for you to just touch this speaker this morning, Lord. Uh, I thank you, Lord, for what you've done already in here, Lord. Uh, God, but I'm asking for one touch on this speaker this morning uh, to anoint me to speak your word and to anoint to hear the congregation uh, to hear this word. Uh, Father, today we just lift you up, dear God, and we give you the glory, dear God, the praise and the honor. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray amen and amen. It's one thing to say to have something, but it's totally different to have it. Like I just told you, it's one thing to say, I've got a million dollars. I can sit here and tell you all day that I got a million dollars, but if I don't have that in my account, guess what? I don't have a million dollars. Did you hear what I'm telling you? Can I tell you this is the way it is in some, some spiritual lives, in the walking 
some people uh, that sit on pews, that sit, go through life, uh, they'll tell you with their lips uh, that they know the Lord, but their actions testify that it's totally different. Uh, God, I'm telling you, there's been times I've asked people, are you saved? I just flat out ask them, are you saved? And you know they ain't. Uh, and I'll explain that here in a minute. Uh, but let me tell you, but he'll tell you, yeah, I'm all right with God. Uh, can I tell you what Jesus said? Jesus told us uh, not everyone that said Lord, Lord will enter into the kingdom of God. But can I tell you what's going on? We've got a lot of people that like to profess. That means they will say it with their lips. They will have it come from their mouth. But it don't surprise me that Jesus even said the ferret told the Pharisees. He said you honor me with your lips but your heart is far from me. Can I tell you there's a lot of people that's got lip service this morning. There's a lot of people that'll tell you with their mouth that they're living, they're all right and on their way but their actions speak different. There's a lot of people that may sit on church pews this morning that will tell you with their lip that they love God but their heart ain't where it needs to be. Did you hear me? If your heart ain't fixed towards God, then there's something wrong with you this morning. Amen? If a heart ain't right with God, you can have all the lip service you want. But if your heart ain't fixed towards heaven, then you've got your nothing more than a professor this morning. I'm telling you right now, I don't want to be just a professor. I want to possess him this morning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't want to speak up just too about it with my lips, but I want my heart fixed towards heaven this morning. Can I tell you, your treasure's not here on this earth, but your treasure ought to be in heaven this morning. Amen? After all Jesus said, lay not your treasure upon this earth where it will rust and it corrupt and it can be broken into, but you put your treasure in heaven where it will never rust, where it will never corrupt, and where thieves can't break into it. Can I tell you, when my heart sat this morning, my heart's in heaven this morning. Amen? But too many people just got that lip service. They'll tell you all day long, oh, I love the Lord. Oh, they'll speak every day. Oh, I thank God they'll speak it. You can meet many people to tell you, oh, I'm all right with God. But at the same time, they've not graced his house in years if they've ever graced it. Amen? There's many people that'll tell you all day with their lips that everything's all right, but they've never picked up the word and they've never read it. There's people who will tell you all day with their lips, oh, I'm all right, but they never get on their knees before God. Can I tell you this morning, the Lord's looking for some possessors and not professors, amen? He's looking for some people who are serious with their walk with him. He's looking for some people that's got a heart towards him. He's looking for a people that their hearts fixed towards him this morning. Too many professors. Oh, you can you walk around the street, you walk down the road here, and you knock on a hundred doors, and I guarantee the majority of them, I tell you they're all right. I guarantee the majority of them, you find they find out you're a pre preacher, oh, they'll start trying to get religious with you. 
Did you hear me? I'm telling you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, if you, you t they know a preacher's coming. They'll hide everything. And they'll get, all of a sudden, they'll get religious. Can I tell you all they are? It's just like those Pharisees. They're professors and not possessors. Can I tell you, this Sunday morning, God's coming back for a church. Not just professing, but possessing this morning. Amen, but people, they'll use their lips. They'll tell you all day long how much they love the Lord, how much they speak things for the God. Let me tell you this morning, it's one thing to talk it, but it's another thing to walk it. Did you hear what I'm telling you? It's one thing to talk it, but it's another thing to walk it. You hear what I'm about to tell you? Anybody can call themselves a Christian. The word Christian is just thrown out loosely this day. It is. What do you mean? You get on it. What's your paper? I'm Christian, but they're going to the honky tonk on Friday night. I'm Christian, but I'm living like hell the rest of the week. Hey Amen. First of all, you ain't a true Christian, but it's very few that can call themselves a disciple. You know what the difference is? Let me tell you anybody can use that term Christian just because you, your mom and daddy. Our grandma and grandpa was brought up in a Christian home. Society labels you as a Christian. Amen? That's not true Christianity. You mean you, mean, you can live like hell all week, but society, because grandma and grandpa brought you up and mom and daddy, you was raised up, don't make you a Christian. Did you hear me? Can I tell you, a true Christian is a disciple. What does that mean? I'm going to walk with Jesus. Amen? I'm going to walk after his footsteps. Amen? Can I tell you what that means? It means I'm going to profess, possess him. Amen? That means I'm going to forsake all and I'm going to follow Christ. You see, what the problem is this morning, there's too many people that's got a philosophy you see what I'm talking about? They got a philosophy of Jesus. What's a philosophy? It's to know about him. It's to know the stories of him. It's to have the head knowledge, but never have the heart knowledge. You see, that's what a professor is. That's the ones that's got the philosophy. Oh, they know the stories. They know the sto some of the stories in the Bible. They've heard about it. Maybe they've grown up in Sunday school. They went to church and they didn't know how he made the lame walk. How they made, he made the dumb hear and the, the deaf hear and the blind see. But they've never been changed by him. You see a lot of people know the story. How he went to the cross. But they've never experienced him. Amen? They've never had a life changing experience. You see that's the difference. You can have head knowledge. That's what you call being a professor. When you're a possessor is when you've had a life-changing experience with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, I'm preaching better than you shouting this morning. Amen? See, too many people talk it. Talk about it. They talk about what they got. Oh, yeah. We got talkers and not enough walkers. Did you hear what I'm telling you? Let's get, get aired out right here. They, those that just talk it really don't. There's what Titus is saying, getting here. That last word, he, verse right there. They profess they know God, but in their works they deny him. 
You know what he was saying? Pretty much getting at what well, I'm going to get it. Let me get this on G Jimmy's. Get, let me give you what Jimmy's saying right here. Just a little bit. What he was saying is, they got to talk, but all they producing is some rotten, good-for-nothing fruit. Amen? Amen? That's what he was talking about. I know we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace. But I'll tell you this, if we're truly saved, we're going to bear some good fruit and not some rotten fruit. Amen? You want me to tell you what the works testifies? It tests the fruit testifies that you've had a life-changing experience with God. There'll be those, you, you know, you could just tell about them. They ain't got no heart for God. Oh, I'm getting ready to get, I'm getting ready to put ties, tins in my mouth right here in just a minute. Did you hear me? I'm getting ready to put me some size 10s, both of them, in my mouth. I told, I told somebody, he said, how does it feel to be a year older? Just another year closer to glory. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I'm telling you right now, I don't feel no different. But I'll tell you, it's just another year closer to glory. Lord, help these people. They say they love the Lord, but they don't love to come to church. Woo, did you hear what I'm telling you? Amen. Don't tell me you love the Lord and you want to put everything else before him. Amen. Amen. Don't tell me you love the Lord when you place everything before him. Amen. Oh, I got to watch my favorite TV show, but so I don't have time to get into the Word. Well, it's time to turn off the TV, and it's time to get in the Word. Amen. Oh, don't tell me you love the Lord when you're going out here living like hell, sleeping around, getting drunk, doing everything you need to be. Can I tell you, you may have a philosophy of it, but can I tell you today, I got touched by him. My life was never the same. Amen. He took some, I knew right from wrong. What I once did, I didn't want to do no more. I can't help but believe. I know he's still working on me. Maybe that's the song I ought to sing on the roof. Amen. It'd be a simple song, hint, hint. Listen, listen to what I'm telling you. But what I do know today, I went down and I got really a touch of God, let me tell you, there's some things that went off right then and right there. There's some things I knowed right then and there I could not do no more. There's some ways I used to walk. When I got up, I knew I couldn't walk that way no more. Did you hear what I'm telling you? Because I was in possession of a king. I had possession of a king. I was a possessor of the Son of God. Amen? Can I tell you this morning? Can I tell you? When we got too many professors, they're walking around bearing rotten fruit this morning. Amen? Can I tell you? I don't want a fruit tree that bears rotten fruit. Amen? Oh, we got it. Any old way you want to go, can I tell you, but that ain't the Bible right there. I think about Ezekiel 33 and 31 where he says, And they came unto thee as the people cometh, and they set before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. With them with their mouth, they, shut much, they shew much love, but their heart go after covetous. Can I tell you? Where your heart is, is where your treasure's at. Amen. 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 
Amen. Amen. My first love is Jesus. Amen. I'll tell you this. Yeah, I got a little girl in North Carolina. It would be a whole lot easier for me to sit down there. I'm just going to tell you, it would be. I wouldn't have to drive 600 miles almost. But that ain't where God's called me at that time. God has called me to Houston Town, Pennsylvania. As much as I love my little girl, I love my Lord a whole lot more. Amen? Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Can I tell you it's Christ first, then family second? Amen? Amen? People need to get a hold of that this morning. What are you getting at, preacher? I'm telling you this morning, people's hearts is after covenants of the things of this world. Can I tell you, your heart needs to be after the things of glory this morning. Amen? Did you hear what I'm telling you? My heart needs to be fixed towards heaven this morning. And I believe this much. When you really possess Christ, that's where your heart's going to lay first and foremost. After him, people covet after the things of this world. I ain't figured it out. I've never figured out why somebody that's had a taste of him would want to covet after the things of this world. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I like what he said, whoever drinks of this water shall never thirst again. What I'm telling you, I wonder sometimes, if you really get a dose of it, will you really thirst after the things of this world? I'm speaking to the, when you have that continuous supply of him coming in, I I have no desires for the things of this world. You know what, here's a continual flow. I'm continually drinking of him. I don't have no desire, amen? Amen. What does this world got to offer? It's got to offer, it's racing towards the judgment of God. We stopped down in Pigeon Forge for a, few, for a day or so down there Sunday night. I got out there and walked a little bit. And things I've never seen down there before, the spirit of sodomy is running all over this land. You used to not see that down that way in places, but it is all over. And I thought to myself, my Lord. I said, I, this, this land is racing towards the spirit of judgment. God's getting ready. The only th- I thought to myself, the only thing that's holding it back right now is the church of Jesus Christ. And once the church is removed, I'm telling you, I'm tell- all hell's going to break loose. Amen. We're the salt of the earth. Amen. We're the light of this world. Amen. We are what's holding it back. I believe that. You study it out. He would not touch Sodom and Gomorrah until Abraham had his nephew Lot removed from there. Did you hear me? He would not pour judgment out upon the days of Noah until Noah and his family was in the ark. Did you get what I'm saying? I believe the very moment when the church is removed, the world's going to begin to experience the judgment of God like never before but what are you getting at preacher I'm telling you we got too many people that are professing and not possessing today their hearts fixed after everything else but the Lord their hearts are running towards everything else but the world let me tell you professors may have there's many professors that sit on church pews never really been changed hello Hello, they got a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. You know what a form is? It's an outline. But there's nothing inside. People go through the motions, but never, 
never had a life-changing experience. Can I tell you, there's going to be many people that are going to miss heaven that sit on church pews. A majority. Amen? There are many people think they can just go through the motions and think everything's going to be all right. But it's not going to be all right. Amen? There's a lot of people that thinks everything's going to go good. Or that everything's sitting just right. But when it's said and done, let me tell you, they're going to miss out because they got a form. But they deny the power thereof. Amen? There's a lot of people who profess but never had to change. They got motions but never had a life born again experience. What are you getting at? Simple message is simply this morning. Well, are you a professor or a possessor? Amen? Too many professors and not enough possessors this morning. Matthew 7 and 16 and 20 tells us you shall know them by their fruits. Hello? Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruit you shall know them. You see, a lot of people like to take that scripture. Judge not that you be not judged. They don't read where Jesus said, you shall know a tree by the fruit it bears. Jesus said that right there. He said, by their fruit you shall know them. How many know if it's got rotten apples on it, it's a rotten tree. Did you hear me? It's got rotten oranges on it. It's a rotten orange tree. Amen. Can I tell you, if it stinks, it's rotten. Amen. Amen. It stinks. It ain't no good. Anybody know that this morning? Amen. Can I tell you, there ain't no rotten trees in heaven. Ooh. What did he say? He said, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is cast down, cut down, and cast into the fire. What's Jesus saying? He said, if they ain't bringing forth good fruit, he said, he's literally, he's literally saying he'll cast them into hell. That's exactly what he's saying there. That's what he's talking about. He's saying, if you, you got a tree, you plant a vineyard, you have a tree, and it, ain't, it don't produce good fruit, what you going to do with that tree? You ain't going to keep it around for another crop of bad fruit, are you? No. I'm going to cut that tree down, and I'm going to make me a fire out of it. I'm going to cast it into a fire. That's what he is getting at. He's talking about our lies. He said, by their fruit you shall know them. And every tree that beareth forth not good fruit is cast down and thrown into the fire. He said, by the fruit you shall know them. Hello. We better get to a point and understand we better try to walk pleasing to God. I know we fall short, but I'm striving to walk forward. Amen. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I'm striving 
to move forward with him. Amen? Amen? You got rotten fruit, you never get in the altar and get it under the blood this morning. Oh, you ain't going to shout, but I'm going to hit it. Amen? You want to bring forth rotten and corrupt fruit? I don't care how much you tell me you love Jesus all day. If you are bringing forth rotten fruit, you're not right. Hello? You think you can live like hell and think you can come and shout the victory on Sunday? You're not right. He said, you don't have to worry about the preacher. You better understand, it's him with the ax that's going to cut you down and throw you into the fire. Get people possess, profess, but they really don't know him. Just like the Pharisees. They knew everything. He stood right there in front of them. They've read the Old Testament law, how the prophets of old, how prophesies of the coming of the Messiah, but they willfully turned their eye toward him. They didn't want to believe it. Jesus told them, he said, you can honor me with your lips all day, but your heart is far from me. Oh, here's, a, here's one. I'm going to tell you my pet peeve is people say that we're all children of God. We're not all children of God. Hello. You cannot become a child of God until you're born again. You want further proof of it? If everybody was children of God, then why did Jesus tell the Pharisees that they were of their father, the devil? Hello? We're all part of God's creation, but not everybody has a child, is a child of God. If you're not born again, you don't have a right to call him Abba Father. Amen? That means you're not his child. Amen, that's my pet peeve. We're all children of God. Oh, no, we're not. Amen. Amen. You, everyone, if you're a child of God, you must be born again. You just can't talk it. To, you've got to be a possessor. See, a professor will talk it. A professor will speak loud words. He'll tell you all day. But, it mean it. but a possessor, on the other hand, I, I believe this. They don't, the professors clean with their lips. They have something. But possessors' actions show they have something. How many know your spirit can bear witness with somebody? Anybody know what I'm talking about? It ain't long. I can be around somebody. I'm gonna get, I can tell where they're about staying with the Lord. Whether they love the Lord or they don't. All you got to do is look at their actions. Amen? The spirit of bear witness sometimes. Amen? Did you hear me? I'm telling you, a possessor. Let me tell you what a possessor do. You don't have to beg them to come to church. Hello? A possessor, you don't have to beg them to pray. A possessor, you don't have to beg them to read their Bible. Amen? Hello? Hello? How many know a possessor, you'll see their walk and you'll know where they stand? A possessor, they'll be just like Isaiah when he had an encounter with God. You know, the Lord said, whom shall we send? You know what Isaiah said? He, said, he didn't say, send this person. He didn't say, send this other prophet. Isaiah said, here am I, send me, O Lord. That's what I'm talking about, a possessor. I don't profess. 
Jesus said there's going to be a multitude of people. I'm telling you, there's going to be a multitude of people who professed. But Jesus is going to stand before there and hear those words. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. He said, not everyone that said, Lord, Lord, shall enter in to the kingdom of God. Amen. He ain't looking for professors. He's looking for possessors. Hello. I like an old saying. Live right now where the preacher don't have to lie at your funeral. <laughs> In essence, can I tell you, there's some, I, I just preach the Bible at funerals. But listen what I'm telling you. In essence, can I tell you, I've heard them get up there before. Let me tell you, I've heard this before. And I've walked out. I've walked into something I knew it wasn't right, but a preacher would get up there and try to preach them into heaven. You can't preach somebody into heaven. What you do right here with Jesus determines where you go. Amen? Amen? You can't preach nobody into heaven. Amen? What I'm saying is God's looking for some possessors this morning. I'm telling you right now that we got too many people just going around saying it, but their actions, they're bringing rotten and corrupt fruit on their trees. Amen? Can I have a little while? I ain't preached in a week. Amen. I've not preached in a week. Did you hear what I'm telling you? I'm telling you, God's looking for some people that has possessed him. Who has sold their life out for him. Give their life for him. Amen. I want you to think about what a possessor will do. Let's hear about it here. First of all, a possessor's life is a crucified life. What did Paul say in Galatians 2 and 20? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. Here, get this. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Can I tell you the life when I got born again and I got that crucified life? It's not really my life no more. Amen. Did you hear what I'm telling you? When you're a possessor, you, it's not your life no more. It's Christ's life. The old man is crucified. And the new man is living. Who's that new man? It's Christ. Amen. The old man has passed away. And the new man is there. In the Old Testament, God told him. He said, he, Jacob and Esau, he said, the, younger shall, the older shall serve the younger. It's got to do with two natures. The old man's nature. How many know what the old man's nature is? It's the, the Adam nature. The fallen man's nature. But when you get born again, did you hear me? Can I tell you the, uh, the, younger shall, the elder shall serve the younger. That ain't to say you don't fall short. We all fall short. But it tells me that sin don't have the dominion that it once had over my life. I'm not in bondage to sin no more. Did you hear what I'm telling you right there? Because when my life is crucified, somebody needs to say, did you hear what I'm telling you? When I've accepted Christ, it was not about me. I remember one time, give me a little while longer this morning, all right? Listen, I remember one time, I tried to, Lord, I don't want to preach. I'm the last person you want to preach. No, he wanted me. Don't you think I could do something else? Be a whole lot easier. <laughs> you know how I feel. <laughs> All right, I'll preach, but I want to be an evangelist. 
I just want to go church to church. God said, no, I don't want you to be an evangelist. You want a pastor. Lord, I don't really want a pastor. I really don't want to. But you see where I'm at right now. Amen. It's not about what I want. See, when you possess Christ, it's not about what you want. It's about where he wants you. And I, thought, I told him a long time ago, I'll walk where you called me. Amen. Wherever you send me, wherever you have, I'll pitch my tent there. Amen. That's what it's all about right there. That's what I'm talking about. Paul pitched his tent. It was no longer about him, but it was about Christ. Amen. That's what I'm talking about, a possession. If it's about you, you better get to the cross. Did you hear me? When it's all about you, and it ain't about Jesus, you got an issue. Amen. See, a true possessor, it's all about Jesus. It's a crucified life. What did he tell us to do daily? What did he say for us to pick up daily? A cross. He didn't say weekly, did he? He didn't say yearly. He didn't say once in a lifetime. What did he say? Can somebody shout that word out? Daily. Did you get that? Daily. It's an everyday process. Amen. We pick up our cross and we follow him. Amen. Even on the days I don't feel like it, I still got to pick up my cross and follow him. Amen. What are you getting at? Second of all, a possessor will live by faith. As Romans 1 and 17, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Paul quoted that from Habakkuk 2 and 4. A continuous faith. Every day, we got to live by faith. Anybody believe that? Every day, we got to live by faith. Somebody, people have the idea. I got to see it before I believe it. Well, you're not living by faith. Amen. Jesus said, take nothing. He said, we've got to believe it before we see it. Amen. I, got to believe, I, got to, I believe it in my spirit. I see it in my spirit that we're going to get 100 people in here. Amen. I'm not talking for one service. I'm talking for the other service. I'm talking for every day. Amen. Amen. You get God a moving, they'll get some curiosity coming. We got to live by faith. We got to live by faith. Did you hear me? God saying you got to live by faith. A crucified life, a life that is sold out to Christ, a possessor will live by faith. Can I tell you, as a pastor, you probably know where God's called you along the way. You, some places you didn't know where you was going. I'll tell you, when he called me to Pennsylvania, let me tell you, I didn't know where I was going. You told me, I told you a hundred times. All I knew about it is Hershey Chocolate, Amish, and two football teams I didn't care for. That's all I knew. And the Lord calls me to Houston Town. I thought to myself, Lord, where in the world is Houston Town, Pennsylvania at? I thought I might have been near Philadelphia or somewhere at first, or Pittsburgh. Right here in the middle of the state it was. I got on a map, started looking for it. Where is Houston Town, Pennsylvania? Finally found it on Google. <laughs> I Googled the church and everything. I'm going to see where I'm going. <laughs> but the Lord reminded me, you out by faith, not by Google. <laughs> Amen. 
Did you hear what I'm telling you? I got one. Some of you say, I don't need God. No, we got, don't, the Bible tells us we walk by faith. Lord, I feel it. I walk by faith. That's what a possessor does. God, I don't see it, but I trust you. I'm believing you. Wherever you go, he'll guide you. I found out something. Wherever God sends you, no matter the circumstance you've got to walk through, let me tell you what I found out. God will provide. He'll take care of you. Can I tell you, I found out when it's the will of God, there's always a battle for the will of God to stop the will of God. The devil will always, I, it's never happened, never failed to happen to me yet. Every time I get into the will of God, where God wanted me, there would always be a battle. But I'd always, can I tell you who always come out victorious at the end? Why? Not because of who I am, but because of who he is. Amen? Because I walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. I believe a true a possessor of God will just say, here am I, like Abraham. I preached you last Sunday morning. Abraham didn't know where he was going, but he walked by faith. He built altars everywhere he went. Thirdly, let's get on. I don't have time to get into all of these this morning. Let me tell you, a possessor will produce the right fruit. Hello, Titus 2, verse 12 through 14, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know what it tells us right there? How many know we, the Lord's about ready to come? I believe that. I tell you, I, I'm looking for the rapture of the church at any moment. I was hoping, it, oh, I thought to myself, a good birthday present would be for the trump of God to blow on April the 26th. I did. I said, boy, what a day it would be. Amen. But he didn't come then. He didn't come, but I'm still looking for him by the end of the day. What he's saying there? He said, as we sit, we ought to be living like he's coming at any moment. And that's so true. That's what that writer was saying. They get live soberly righteousness as we look for that blessed hope of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I tell you why people just want to live flimsy in any old way, loosely, if you will? Can I have a few more minutes? Because they don't really believe the Lord could come today. Amen. Amen. They don't really believe they could be snapped into eternity before the end of this day is over. Amen. If you people really believed it, they'd live like it. Amen. If they really believed it, they'd live like he could come today. Amen. I'm serious. I believe that. I told somebody, I said, if you lay out of church and go to Walmart to go shopping, what you going to do if he shows up? What you going to do if you're on the golf course? I don't play golf. Only time I played golf was playing putt putt one time, hollered four, hit a ball, and knocked a woman in the back of the head. I didn't. So, anybody want to go to the putt putt course? Let me know. I thought it would be funny. Four! I hollered four! 
What it would be, are we living righteously? Did we see him coming? See, I believe this much. A life, a possessor is going to live right as we look for him to come. I'm looking for him every moment. Amen? I'm no, listen, I'm telling you this much. I no longer have to see the signs because the signs are already there. I got my ear in tune to hear a trump of God. I'm going to walk righteously as we see that day come as I look for that blessed hope. My, my blessed hope is not the appearing of the Antichrist. Hello, that ain't no blessed hope. My blessed hope is not the tribulation. No, that's not no blessed hope. My blessed hope is the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. As that day comes, guess what? He told us to live soberly and we live righteously. As we see that day, as we look for that blessed hope. You see, a, a life, a possessor's life, somebody that possesses it, will live righteously. It will produce the right kind of fruit. Amen? Amen? Oh, I want to say this. i got a few more minutes. Too many people, thank you. They ain't live like hell. I got news for you. You can profess all day, but if you ain't possessing when that trumpet goes, guess where you're going to find yourself at? You're going to be left behind. Amen? Amen? I don't know about you, but I don't want to be left behind. Amen? When he comes, I want to go. Amen? Amen? I'm looking for him. Get ready to come, Sister Marcy. One more. Right here, too. Think about it. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. He said we'd be peculiar and we would love, that word zealous is another word, the love to do good works. That's what he was saying. When we're right with God, we're going to love to do good works. We're going to be peculiar. The world's going to look at us strange because I don't love the things the world loves. Amen. You see, I don't get no pleasure in seeing sodomy on TV. Hello. I don't get no pleasure in an abortion clinic thinking it's all right. I don't, I'm going to say this, I don't get no pleasure in worldly music. Amen. Some of the stuff they call music. Put your head upside down. I don't get no pleasure hearing about drinking. I don't get no pleasure hearing about sleeping around. I don't get no pleasure in the things of this world. Did you hear me? Amen. Amen. I don't get no pleasure in seeing filth post on people's Facebook wall. It's supposed to be proclaimed by the name of Jesus. Hey, hello. I've been just seeing you later. I don't get no pleasure. Because he's made me a peculiar. You're strange, preacher. That's right. I'm strange. I'm a stranger in this world. Did you hear what I'm telling you? Can I preach here for a minute? I'm a stranger in this world. 
I may be a, a little hillbilly from North Carolina up here in the north, but I'm really a stranger in this world. Did you hear what I'm telling you right there? I'm a stranger. Somebody say, yeah, preacher, strange. Amen? Yeah, I'm a strange because he's made me peculiar. Anybody else strange in here with me? I'm peculiar this morning. I'm different this morning. Amen? Some of you say, you don't need to tell me that, preacher. You, you don't need to tell me. We already know you're different. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy for Jesus. And I'm zealous of his good work, love and doing his good works. Amen? That's what Paul wrote there. And said, he made us peculiar, different. Set apart. Yeah, we're not isolated, but we're not part of them. Amen? I don't get no, th I don't get no thrill on some of the things. Some of the things the world producing makes me want to gag to my stomach. The city, of, the state of California, that governor turns my stomach. I hope he hears this in the California Assembly. You try to, you pass that bill where it's eventually going to outlaw Bibles. Understand, God will deal with you. God will deal with that state. You, anybody know uh, Iran has been threatening Israel? This is interesting. Every time they shoot a threatening a message to Israel, it ain't long after that they begin to report earthquakes begin to happen. I'm telling you, I don't believe that's coincidence. I believe when they shoot the threats and the earthquakes, God's saying, wait just a minute. You touch them, and I'll deal with you. God will send an earthquake to wipe that whole nation out. Amen. I believe he will. Amen. They start touching Israel. And they're beginning to try to touch freedom of speech. They don't want us to give the word of God to homosexuals. Guess what? Here am I. Here am I. I'll preach it. If you get it here, guess what? I'm not shutting up. You'll have to throw me in jail where God can send a quake to rock the jail cells. Amen? I'm telling you right now, this preacher's different. This preacher's strange. I'm a peculiar person because he's made me that way. Because I possess him. Any strange ones in here? Any strange ones? I'm peculiar. I'm different than the world. So what are you getting at? Find that. This is the last one, I promise. A possessor, I'm, this is just two little points. He will seek the kingdom of God. A true possessor will seek you first, the kingdom of God. I believe that. Somebody who truly possesses will seek the kingdom of God. Someone who truly possesses will also get ready to play. Everyone standing. Will lay their life down for Christ. Amen. God said, are you, let me ask you this morning. Are you a professor or a possessor? A professor will tell you all day with their lips. But a possessor, they may not have it, somebody that tells you with their lips. But a possessor has it. I got a question. Which one are you this morning? Where's your heart at this morning? Where's your life at this morning? Is there one in here? Where do you stand at with the Lord this morning? That's the question I got for you. Where do you stand at with the Lord this morning? Are you a professor or are you a possessor? You answer that question. Where do you stand? What kind of works do you testify? What does your works testify? What kind of fruit are you bringing? What kind of fruit are you possessing? These altars are open. Where do you stand at this morning? You search your life. That's between you and God. Do you just have a form or do you possess it? Do you have the power or do you just possess it? Where do you stand at? 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, ta 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 yo. Oh, God's looking for people who will possess, not just profess. God said, I need some possessors. I want possessors, not professors. In Jesus' name. I need some possessors. Not just lips, but the fruit that I bear. The fruit that I bear. The fruit that I bear. We'll testify if I'm a possessor or a possessor. 